What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Filipinos of Montreal podcast, Filipino Heritage Month edition. I'm Terry. And I'm Shari. And today joining us, we have Anna Ancheta. Hey, how's Hello. it going? Hi, everybody. Hey, Thank I'm, you for having me. <laughs> hey, I'm so happy. We, we've been trying to connect with different projects uh, for it's a while true. now. It's true, yes. But, uh, you know, life, life's been busy for the both of us. Of course, yes. And I think, honestly, the last time I saw you was we worked, we worked a wedding together Three, Back at two, four years wait, ago? I don't, I'm so bad with years, but like, I think it was 2000, like 2000. And I know she's going to, like, Vicky's going to hear this and she's like, how <laughs> did you forget my wedding? Um, I think it was 2014. 14 or 2015. This is Something so somewhere this there. This is so bad. Because and I we were to... on the same table. Yes, yes. And we had lots of fun. <laughs> oh my God, that, that was the table to be at. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was, it was, it was, oh my, yeah. Oh my God, so like, how have you been? How have you been keeping busy as of late? So right now, um, everything's, you know, like a lot of people know me as like, I guess, doing my freelancing makeup artist thing. Because you're good and, at it. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, but the thing is, I actually work full time as a medical technologist. So I work at the Glen right now. Um, we're doing the COVID testing. So obviously we're very, very busy. Uh, I'm trying to juggle parenthood along with that. But I'm still lucky because I'm working three days a week. So okay. I'm still kind of like on a parental leave and I'm very lucky because I don't think I would have been able to do full-time, you know, COVID and full-time parenting. But um, yeah, it's just trying to find a balance between that. And my makeup business obviously is on hold right now because, mm. you know, um, the wedding industry is kind of on a pause yeah. right now, which is okay, which is fine. Yeah. I just feel bad. I feel bad for the brides and the couples though, mm. but everybody has to stay healthy first, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, before jumping into your story, I have a question for the both of you. Oof. It's a tough one. What's your go-to <laughs> coffee shop order? Coffee shop, what do you order? I'm a weirdo. I don't drink coffee. Oh. So. It's weird. Tea? But, bubble tea, my favorite bubble tea place is a place called Chicha on St. Catherine. I've heard oh, of this place. Yeah, with, yeah, it's like a, the it's elephant? Like a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The elephant. <laughs> And they make the best, like, taro, like, ube, really? bubble tea. It's Ooh. so good. So good. Mm. Like, they don't use powder. Like, they use a cream, and it's, like, amazing. Oh, my God. I have to order yeah. there. You, you, ha- you, should, you should definitely try it. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, like, bubble tea deprived since, like, this whole, like, COVID thing. Especially because I'm in the West Island, and there are no bubble tea places. I'm telling you, it's open till 11 today, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go time. there now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been going to, what is it? I've been ordering a lot from Prezzo tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. isn't it just like right in front? I think, or they I think have different, they have I different think locations, I guess. I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for coffee, I'm very basic. It's my matcha with macadamia milk. That's me. That's not basic. That's I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty fancy, dude. <laughs> very specific like, yeah uh, what, what kind of milk are you using that's very Ma- specific. not oh. almond macadamia macadamia who uses macadamia milk but honestly that's pretty cute i guess no it's just funny because you said it and you're like oh but it's pretty simple i'm like yeah i know <laughs> i didn't know there was a macadamia milk too you gotta so. try it you gotta try it but yeah sorry good. what about you <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm actually the simple one and it's just a cold brew Okay. Ooh. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. 
Yeah. Oh I guess we have two different definitions of <laughs> <laughs> fancy and, and, yeah. and simple. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, uh, Anna, can you tell us about uh, your upbringing? Were you which area of the, of Montreal did you grow up in? Okay, so um, I was actually born in the Philippines. Me and oh. my two other mm. siblings. I was born in the Philippines, and then we moved to the U.S. when I was six. And so we did Texas, and wow. then we moved between Washington, D.C. and Virginia. So I moved around a lot my first six years of life. Wow. And we were going to stay in the States, but then due to like family circumstances and all that, we ended up moving here to Canada when I was 11. And so I've been here ever since. Um, honestly, I don't remember much from my childhood just because I moved around a lot. So mm -hmm. I do consider here Canada like my where I have most of my childhood memories and stuff. So, um, yeah, <laughs> pretty much that's it. So we moved to, I've always been a South Shore girl, like all okay. my family's here in South Shore. Um, just like most Filipino kids, I guess, they, we had our little stint in teenage years, you know, living downtown and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But after having my family, I'm like, I'm going back to the South Shore. I'm going to be beside my parents. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm back to the South Shore after my husband and I got married. I moved mm -hmm. here. Yeah. yeah. And how were you kind of uh, introduced to Filipino culture, per se? Um, well, you know what? It's funny because... I don't know if it's ever been introduced. I just, to me, it's just like so normal. I've grown up in the Filipino, uh, like the Filipino, traditional Filipino way. Both my parents okay. are Filipino. Um, I have a lot of cousins that are still in the Philippines and we still keep in touch. So I just feel like it's normal to me. Okay. And my parents still talk to me in Tagalog all the time. Um, I wouldn't consider myself fluent. Like I understand and I could speak it brokenly. Okay, we should practice together because I need to work on my Tagalog. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Funny story. So I did, like I lived in the, like I, I was born in the Philippines. I have videos of myself talking in Tagalog. I did not know a word of English. Wow. Which is crazy. Because past I look life. at that and I'm like, yeah, it's, it feels like a past life. I'm like, is that even me? Because I, I, I didn't know how to speak English. Like my parents were telling me, Oh, uh, who are you making? Because I was like playing with Play-Doh or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to say that I'm trying to make cookies for George Washington, but it came out all wrong and stuff. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to speak English, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, I just, I feel like the Filip Filipino culture has just been instilled in me the whole time. So I never felt like it got introduced. I felt like I was just in it the whole time. So um, we still keep the Filipino traditions, you know, we still do the, um, like blessing of the, yeah. you know, when you go into, um, elder's home and you the manopo. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. The manopo. And, uh, we do that with my daughter too. It's so cute. Oh, that's so um, cute. I'm so happy yeah, to hear that. So, yeah. It's, it's always been there. Okay. It's always been there. So for me, it feels normal to, to, to go through those traditions, you know, and to have those traditions. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious now to know, uh, you got here in Montreal when you were like in your teenage years, right? 11. Yeah. 11. 11? Like moving um, into my teenagers. Were you always kind of comfortable being Filipino or did you feel? Um, I was very lucky. Um, my aunt and my cousins were already here. So they actually integrated us right away into the Filipino community. Cause we do have a, a small Filipino community here called the FCCSS. Mm -hmm. uh, Filipino Canadian community of the South Shore. So ever since I moved here, we were already integrated into like 
um, a Filipino community. I had a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but my cousin introduced me to their Filipino friends. And, you know, so it was very comfortable for me. The only thing I did find hard was um, like your other past speakers. Mm -hmm. I had to go to a French school because I wasn't born here. Right. And so I was just so bummed because, you know, I was like, becoming a teenager you wanted to fit in you wanted to be with everybody and I was the only one going to French school and everybody was going to like McDonald Cartier and Centennial and I was like I'm gonna go to Antoine (laughs) Brossard now (laughs) and so I just in those times I did feel a little bit left out but in hindsight I look at it and I I just feel so lucky that um, my aunt was already here and my parents just Mm -hmm. integrated themselves which in turn like you know I got to know my aunt's kid, like my, not my aunt's kids, but like my aunt's friend's kids. And till now we still talk to each other and we're still very close. It's amazing. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. I shared, I think on a different episode, it's like, I, I'm also uh, trilingual. Well, you know, Filipino, I, Tagalog, I still need to work on, but I yeah. feel like I have different personalities depending on the language <laughs> I speak. You know, it's like, oh, you don't get the full me if I'm, if I'm just speaking if I'm not able to communicate in English and it yeah. sucks and I realize there's some work I, I need to do yeah. but it's like yeah. I wish I was the same on every level. But Did you go to school in French or in English? Yeah I, I went to you know where La Prairie is? Yes yeah yeah. I went yeah, to yeah. Ecole Secondaire de la Magdalene it's like completely French nice. until Cégep. Yeah. And we're about the Sounds same French. age so we're going through at the same time then probably. Yeah, yeah yeah so I'm curious for you do you did you notice a change in the culture over the years the Filipino culture? Um you know what I find? I, I don't know if it was a change in the culture or if it's just, or if it changed because I grew older. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that when I was growing up, I only stuck to the FCCSS crowd. Like I never, I never went out and, you know, um, like integrated myself with like people from FCAWI or like okay. um, the ones from, uh, I guess, from Montreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just because I only actually got to know them when I had started to have friends at Dawson and they would bring me to basketball games. Like that's okay, the yeah, only time yeah. that we got to meet everybody from all over. But growing up, uh, I was just kind of like in the FCCSS mode and was just in that little niche and we, we just stayed together. So as I grew up, it got like the, the circle got bigger and bigger, but mm. I don't know if it's because it changed or if it's because I grew older. I got older. No, I I I totally recognize that as well. It's, uh, but even me for before coming in, I wasn't because I was coming from a francophone background. I didn't really know where to integrate, right? And I was never like you know uh, part of the Montreal crowd or part of the South Shore crowd. I was doing my own thing. I didn't know where I fit in. But again, as I got older, I think there was, I don't know. organically people just decide to come together especially yeah. i feel now every, like there's a lot of filipino entrepreneurs yeah. uh, on the rise and i feel like there's a nice uh, movement you know right right i think social media also plays a big role like you know um mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know there's a lot of downsides to social media i find <laughs> but there's also a lot of upsides and i think it's really cool that um now that i get to meet all kinds of filipinos from different parts of of the city and I think it's really cool because growing up, I was like, oh no, I think most people, most Filipinos are in the South shore. Like this is all of us. But now that I see on, on social media and like with the, your podcast, it's like, no, there's so many people out there. Like there's so many Filipinos out there that I haven't met yet, you know? And um, yeah, so I think, 
I think it's, I think social media has helped a lot in that we've grown and we've just kind of like started to branch out a little bit more. Oh, you're right. I feel yeah. like we're able to connect uh, at a much easier level through social media. Right. Right. Um, I think even with Shari, that's how we started this whole project. I don't yeah. know if you know, but before doing Filipinos in Montreal, we probably spoke a handful of times. Also, <laughs> she does she does videography for weddings. I, I met her there. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. I did one okay, wedding. Okay. <laughs> wedding industry. I know. <laughs> yeah. Meeting Terry through a wedding, that's a classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. <laughs> a, a lot so of So we us. all met through weddings, guys. I know. <laughs> Basically. So pro tip, if you guys want to make friends for life, get into the wedding, <laughs> the wedding industry. industry. Yeah. Just saying that's how it is. It's crazy how many people you meet, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. like... Sounds so, like I've yeah. met so <laughs> many people in the wedding industry. Oh really. my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of the wedding industry, how did you kind of get into makeup? <laughs> so yeah, so makeup has always been like, you know, a hobby, like a passion of mine. But obviously, with our with our Filipino parents, they're like, no, you have to go to school. Obviously, okay. And I totally understand. I don't. I don't regret that decision at all because. Um, the makeup industry is very expensive and it's very competitive. And I honestly, I don't see myself doing that full time for myself personally. And so I ended up going to med lab because I knew I wanted to work in healthcare. Nursing was just too much for me. I, I, I get too attached to people and I, I, I did, I don't think I had the heart to do nursing, but med lab was the next best thing. And so I've been doing med lab for the past 14, 15 years, and I love my job. I nice. really, really love my job. Let's I love my job. I love my coworkers. And makeup to me is just like, it balances me out. It's my creative outlet. And mm. because my work at the hospital is like so, it's like so repetitive, so methodical, so analytical, I needed like a creative outlet. And makeup was my creative outlet. And so I just started doing. Uh, people's makeup and they're like you know you could do this as a side hustle and my husband now my boyfriend at the time who's my husband now he's like (laughs) why don't you just take a class and just maybe make some money off of it you know like like do a freelance type of uh type of gig you know and that's what I did so I followed a class and got my certificate and I just started with Instagram and with social media (laughs) and a lot of people from the from the Filipino community helped me out they were my first clients and then from there was just word of mouth and yeah. Yeah, no, I totally I get what you mean uh, by, by balance. I, I'm the same. It's uh, yeah. I think I love my job or I appreciate my, my day job even more because I do yes. photography exactly. and it's like that whole balancing is so necessary. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I, cause like, but I also thought about it too. If I did wedding photography full time, would I still love it as much? Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's exactly. A, um, yeah. Being that uh, makeup, I know it's also a competitive industry. Mm-hmm. How, how do you process, say, like failure? How, is, how has that been for you? Because I know it's not easy to get out there. No. And the beauty industry for me in the beginning was really scary. It, it was scary because so many people are doing it and so many people are good at it. And it's so easy to compare yourself. Mm. And I, I try to really stick to my own style i try to stay true to myself there's a lot of trends in the beauty industry but i've always liked a certain style and i just stick to that and i just repeat to myself that i'm going to get the clients that i want by i'm going to attract them by putting out what i offer 
and in turn, the clients that I will get are the clients that would appreciate my work. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, I love, I love doing makeup as a side job. Um, one big aspect that I really love is meeting different people. That's really been the biggest advantage of doing that. So that's yeah, how we that's met, by the way, I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's how we met. And, uh, that I, I just really appreciate, you know, like just seeing everybody come together and most of the people that I meet in the wedding industry, it's like their second job as well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like, we have a lot in common, let's say. I find it really interesting because with a lot of people who have uh, side hustles, that's their passion. Mm-hmm. They learn a lot about themselves. For me, photography, mm. I learned that by being, well, I found my, I became more authentic doing photography, but in turn, right. by demonstrating my authenticity in my art, I attracted the clients I really wanted to work with, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. It's just um, crazy because growing oh sorry no go ahead go just, ahead just growing up i was like oh i don't have a create i was never a creative type like i never even used the word creative growing up i was always <laughs> like i want to be a doctor or i want to work in healthcare like nothing creative but now ever since i started makeup and putting social media into that mix now i'm like obsessed with like not graphics but you know like social media marketing i guess mm-hmm, you would mm-hmm. say like it's so interesting to me and i never knew this side of me before <laughs> like well, i good. never was interested in that before and was that repressed like, when you were younger was that something that was not encouraged in your family when you, you know were what it's funny to say but most probably because i just remember growing up um i always wanted to be either a teacher or a doctor and I just remember like doing the times table with my parents and, you know, <laughs> and science. Like, I remember it was always science, but not much arts. Mm. Right. So um, I don't know if that's the, that's like a cultural thing. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Like, did you have a lot of arts growing up? Mm, and my not... mother is like a super artistic person too. Like she, she does floral, arrange, uh, floral arrangements and all that. But growing up, I never saw that. No, um, it's the same thing in my family, at least. Like, mm-hmm. it was never uh, pushed, and I, I never right. explored that right. until, like, high school or, like, CJEP, where I'm like, oh, like, I kind of like doing this, but yeah. I, I was never exposed, and I never got the proper technique to do certain things. And right. so, yay school, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which um, I, I really don't regret, like I said. And makeup is expensive. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very happy mm-hmm. that I have my, my job and I do, like, I look at it as really a hobby. And if, um, you know, if I can make a freelance gig out of it, why not? Yeah, well, we're definitely going to connect at some point for different projects. As you know, we've been trying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to go deep a bit. Um, to this date, what do you think is the greatest lesson you've learned throughout your journey? I'll, I'll go first. For okay. me, it took okay. me forever, forever to trust my intuition. Okay. You don't know how many mistakes I had to make before I finally got, got it. It's like if I'm feeling something or there's, mm-hmm. some, there's an energy that, I'm not, that I feel that's negative, I should probably listen. And, I, and when I started listening to that, it brought me to, to the right things and the right people, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, you know what? It's funny. It's the opposite. Oh, okay. I had to start trusting others. Okay. Because, um, so, uh, a lot of people who know me personally know about, um, I suffered postpartum depression. So I had my baby like uh, around two years ago, like a year and a half ago, let's say. And 
in the beginning, I was like, okay, I have, I could do this myself. Motherhood is easy. Everybody else around me could do it. I could do it. I could do it. And people were always offering their help. Obviously in my community, somebody has a baby, you know, they're always offering help, always giving food. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I was like, no, no, I'm okay. I could do it. And I had to learn to take the help. I had to learn to um, accept the help because without it, honestly, I don't know where I'd be right now. Uh, and not taking the help is what drove me to go, you know, to go into, I guess, a darker place. Okay. So I had to learn to just trust that, Hey, I need help and it's okay to ask for help. And I have such an awesome community around me. Who's willing to help me. Why not take it? And once I, the first time that I took the help after that, it was just like, I was craving it. And I was just like, Oh, thank God. And it was just like, it was night and day and it, 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 that was like the, the turning point of my healing. So yeah. Oh my God. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing (laughs) that. Wow. So I feel like you've learned a lot about yourself the last couple of years. For sure. Um, Most most definitely. So right now when I say happiness, what does that, what does that mean to you? Happiness will always be where my family is and not like my husband, my daughter, of course, but also my immediate family, my extended family and, Preferably on a beach would be awesome. <laughs> so family, vaca- big family vacation, and if possible, a beach. That would be my <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Shari, do you have any uh, closing thoughts on, on this topic before I move over to, to, to questions about Filipino culture? Um, well, I was just going to commend you on, like, sharing that part of your life. Um, I think, like, a lot of like that is is hard to share especially to like us (laughs) um um, was how was that received um in your family like were they my family was so the first person I told were my siblings and the second people I told were my parents and we've always like my family's very close like don't get me wrong we have our little quarrels and stuff but my family (laughs) is very close and we have like um an understanding that no matter what happens in a drop of a hat we'll be there for each other and that's kind of what happened um I don't know if they kind of already saw that it was happening they were just waiting for me to probably say something to be able to like swoop in and and help Mm -hmm. because they know me they know that I'm the type of person if 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 I like if they were to offer help, I'd be like, no, no, I'm okay. It's good. But I think they were just waiting for that. And then right away when I told them, I was like, okay, so this day, this day, I'm coming over. I'm going to help you out. My mom was like, okay, I'm coming over. And you know, like everybody just gathered around and was like, okay, we're, we're taking care of you. You, you rest now and we're going to take care of you. And I think it was just like a big load off my shoulders and it, it felt so good. <laughs> I love that. I love Yeah. That's good. Like I'm <laughs> you know, so, I'm so grateful to them because yeah, yeah. I'm happy you didn't get the uh, you know just pray about it response. You know, no, like, no, uh, no. It like was really, really yeah. action. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out because like we we both came up in the '80s, right? I think. Yes. Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. Like you look much younger. Yes. So, <laughs> but, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like for a big part of my life, it's always been like I think I'm, I'll be good on my own. Let me do it. I got it. Yeah. I'm trying to see where I got that from because then I'm look, thinking about it now. My dad's the same way. Every I have to yeah. kind of force myself to help him. Yeah. And then it's like I don't I don't remember when. I want to say late twenties, maybe even early thirties. I realized I could accomplish so much more 
working as a team with others. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know if it was my pride, but when I let go of that idea, like, no, I got this, let me do it alone. It just became easy. Yeah, exactly. I, I think a lot of our, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to generalize, but I think a lot of our fathers are like, okay, we could do it alone, you know, be strong, be independent. But you know, a lot of Filipinos too are very giving. So thankfully there are people that are very giving and it would kind of balance it out. So you're giving and you're doing stuff alone and you're, you know, like it balances everything out. But I think a lot of that mentality is because we saw our parents say, you know, you got to be strong. You got to, you got to be like, uh, what do you call it? Mm Self-sufficient and, you know, Mm. but as a good thing, you know, to make you stronger. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And yeah. <laughs> you literally, literally just described my mom and dad. My dad super independent. My mom super yeah. giving, like, oh, go, go. I so got you. Like Let me help you. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love you, mom, dad. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what would you say is your favorite thing about Filipino culture? It's the sense of community for sure. Community and our family values. I. I cherish it so much because I never realized um, how we hold family values to such a high standard until I went to school with non-Filipinos. And I'm not saying that they're, they're fa- they don't have family values. Mm. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that, you know, it's different. And um, like, for instance, my parents, you know, they have siblings. My mom has like eight siblings. My dad has two siblings. And they still keep in touch with all of them. And they're like in the Philippines. Wow in the states um and i love the fact that they're in touch so much that my cousins that i haven't seen in over 15 years i still know everything that's happening in their life like we still know of everybody we still know of our cousins i know my mom's cousins and they've kept the family unit so close just the other day we were zooming um for my 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 only living grandparents birthday he's 94 and all my cousins from the States, from the, from the Philippines, we were all talking. And it's just, I so appreciate my family and my parents and my aunts and uncles for keeping in touch so that the cousins could stay close. Have you, uh, have you been back to the Philippines recently? Or? So bad. Like, no, I, the last time I was back, I was like 18 years old. So that was like 20 years ago. Oh my God. And hey. so, no. I just went back last year, so hey, no, no. Oh, I, I, I'm dying to go back. And my husband, too. My husband's not Filipino, um, but he's dying to go to the Philippines. He wants to meet everybody. And mm-hmm. but, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you recall any takeaways from your visit when you were like 18, going back to Germany, kind of culture shock? It's so funny because I was 18 and like we had gone clubbing. In the Philippines. In the Phil- and it's, I was like, it's oh my God, there. this is so cool. It it's was amazing like, there. <laughs> it was like an outdoor club and it had like three floors. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is so cool. That's what I remember. <laughs> I mean, I was 18, right? I was it's just like, good. it's just food and, you know, partying and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> and I remember going to the mall, I think with like 40 Canadian dollars and I came out with like so much. bags and bags of stuff. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. That was fun. <laughs> So shopping and partying and food was awesome. Good time. No, definitely good times. It's always yeah. better in the Philippines, right? Is it better or fun? Uh, yeah. It's more fun. It's more fun. It's more wow. Fun Sorry. I completely butchered that. Completely and then you add that. your cousins and your family. It's just uh, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, as, uh, as a parent now, what do you think uh, is an important part of the, of the culture to share 
It's your family. It's your daughter. Um, I think it's really important. First of all, the family values that we sh that we carry. I think it's good to um, pass it on to the next generation, and also the sense of community as well. Um, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's because this is re this really has shaped me who I am today. It was mm -hmm. my community and my family, and um, I think it's also important to be consistent because my parents. You know, when, I, when we were younger, we were going to all the FCCSS um, gatherings and all the, you know, all the um, organized events and all that. But then you'd have your teenage years when you kind of like stray a little bit. You, mm -hmm. you know, you do your party, yeah. you go with like other non-Filipino friends. But, and my parents would still ask. They'd always say, you know, there's an event coming up. You should come. They'd never force it. That's they good. They'd still mention it. Um, but then eventually, look, we go back going like I go now with my kids to the to the FCCSS Christmas parties and stuff and it just brings me so much and like I see my friends who have kids of their own <laughs> and we used to play together when we were kids so it just I think it brings me comfort knowing that my daughter's not going to be alone too yeah which is really yeah it's really it's comforting to know Yo, yeah that's it's amazing Love yeah. That. yeah I haven't been to an FC FCCSS so FCC Filipino Canadian community of the South Shore. Yes, I, I think I've only been to one event, like maybe, wow, several years ago. I've been meeting to- Valentine's Day dance? <laughs> Pro probably. <laughs> You're so more cute. than welcome to, to come. Like we always yeah. have tickets. So yeah. Is there an yeah, event yeah. coming up soon? Just curious. You know? um, I'm not 100% sure. Like my parents are pretty active there. So I'll have to ask them, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon yeah. just because of the whole uh, pandemic. But um, I know we do like our Valentine's Day dances are pretty big. Um, the, the 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 Christmas parties they're just they're more like the food is awesome the Christmas parties so you're welcome to come to any of them, <laughs> like just let me know <laughs> you, you cross the bridge for it right? I know yeah <laughs> Shari two bridges so. yeah. <laughs> yo Shari uh, I'm not before... you're in West Island you know okay that's fine just one bridge. Sorry, before moving to so the next uh, before moving to the next segment, uh, do you want to add anything? Um, no, I'll be at the Christmas party. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna add. <laughs> she, she said it here. Okay, so Anna. Evidence. Yeah. We're gonna move over to a segment called fastball questions. Basically, yeah. you have mm -hmm. sixty seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Does that work? Okay, we're going to start at the sound of Shari's bell. I'm just going to test it because, you know, just want to make sure. <laughs> we hear that? Yeah. Okay, are you ready, Terry? Um, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. First Tagalog word that comes to mind. That's bad. <laughs> That's a bad word. Favorite Filipino food? A Filipino food? Favorite Filipino food, yeah. Oh, sing again, sing again. Go to karaoke song. Uh, anything, anything Whitney Houston. Favorite, favorite spot in Montreal. Oh, favorite spot in Montreal. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, okay. I don't know the Eaton Center. So. <laughs> <laughs> name, name a Filipino dish that starts with the first letter of your first name. Ooh. Adobo. Adobo. Oh. Ooh. Uh, do you have a Tito boy? Yes, I, uh, no, Tito Boyette. <laughs> Close enough. Langonisa or Tocino? Langonisa, the sweet one, too. Okay, okay. Favorite old school jam? Ooh, new edition, I'm still in love with you. Ooh, yeah. Oof. Uh, what's on your Netflix right now? 
unorthodox. Oh, okay. Oh, pretty I've been wanting to watch that. I'm on the second second episode. It's pretty. It's pretty intense, man. Mm. <laughs> Yo, um, do we give her a chance to answer the last question? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. so if you've been listening to our podcast, we always yeah. ask our guests to spell their last name backwards. <laughs> and don't worry, I didn't practice. I was gonna ask. <laughs> I didn't practice. Um, okay, so A A A T E H C N A. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that good? Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Dang. The time's up, so. But uh, yo, really, you, you you like you prefer sweet langonisa over spicy? I like spicy. Yeah, I, don't know. I like the sweet. I don't know. With rice. I like her Sephora answer. <laughs> I know. I, I could. You guys not have Sephora in like your side? We do, oh, but it's one. like the big. Yeah, that's like three times the size. <laughs> and the only reason I thought about that is because I'm in my guest room and I was like, "Oh, makeup. Oh, Sephora." <laughs> that one is a hard one, actually. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Tito Boyette. Close enough. Yeah, that too. Oh, boy, that was that was good. <laughs> Uh, Anna, the thank- long form of Tito Boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a new one, though. I just, I just, I figured I'd add that in just to see what people would say, but uh, yeah. did pretty well. Uh, we thanks again, Anna. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Thanks, thanks again for taking the time to join us. No problem. Uh, this was really fun. This was really yeah. fun, guys. We, we loved having you. Before closing mm-hmm. out, any any shout outs you want to give out to a person or an organization? Well, obviously, um, the FCCSS. They played a big part in how I am today. And, you know, they played a big part with my entourage now and uh, my family. And to you guys also for just shedding light Aww. in all the Filipinos, like everywhere. Because like I was saying, you know, growing up, I only knew the FCCSS Filipinos. And now I'm just, I'm learning more about the other Filipinos from other parts of the city. So thank you very much, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Fun. Yo, so... <laughs> On behalf of Filipinos of Montreal, we out.